The New Orleans Pelicans are 7-3 in their last 10 games and have a few tricks and secret weapons getting them there. I'll let you in on the secrets in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go! You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday, a game day for the New Orleans Pelicans, TNT National TV, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies in John Morant's return. I want to get into this game and a couple of their other games coming up in the third segment of today's show tough but winnable games but as i said in the open there's a couple of tricks that are helping the pelicans go seven and three in their last 10 games i want to break down one or two parts of those that i think have been big advantages for them and of course thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen today and every day we are here monday through friday the number one pelicans podcast coming to y'all like nobody else is breaking down this team whether it's trade rumors x's and o's letting you behind the scenes on everything that's going on or just giving thoughts opinions on zion williamson and everything around the team it's kind of fun right now team is playing well so make sure locked on pelicans is your first listen and be coming every day or listen monday through friday because we are part of the locked on podcast network your team every day today's episode of locked on pelicans brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase okay secret weapons tricks let's start with a trick not really a trick this one's simple my show notes literally i have you know i've told you this i do the right the open then i go segment one segment two segment three this segment literally just says free throws that's it that's all it says right here you've been watching this team you know, closely this season, one thing that they've been doing, even if it's not just Zion Williamson, and we'll get into that in a second, is they get to the free throw line a lot. That wins you games. You know, you hear me talk a lot about efficiency if you're an everydayer on the show. I think efficiency is important. You know, I love guys like Carmelo Anthony, those type of players, but they were not efficient basketball players. And when you're trying to kind of maximize every advantage, efficiency is important. We talked about it with E field goal percentage in yesterday's show in relation to Brandon Ingram and the, the long twos that he loves to take. Right. If those are the same shooting percentage and they are for the most part or worse than a three pointer, it's better to take a three pointer because that yields more points per shot attempt. So if you want to kind of go down the hierarchy of where do you get the best points per shot attempt, the most efficient number one is free throws. Number two is the corner three. Number three is in the restricted area. And then four is actually above the break threes. Those are the top four in order. Free throws are number one. So if you can generate tons of free throws, you are giving yourself a huge advantage over opponents that aren't. Or if you can just generate more than your opponent, you're you're creating a huge advantage. You're creating a huge advantage in other ways too. If you're going to the free throw line, your guys are getting fouled, right? That means fouls are piling up for the opponent, which means maybe players need to sit. So now not only are you getting kind of the point per shot attempt advantage, but you're forcing the other team to be worse because in theory, those are their starters or their best players, and they can't be out there on the court because of foul trouble. On the season right now, the Pelicans are fifth in free throw rate. That is a very good spot 
to be. Free throw rate is essentially the number of free throw attempts per field goal attempt. And the Pelicans are doing it on the season at 29.6%, almost 30. That's a very good number. That's fifth best in the league. They actually have the fifth most free throw attempts per game at 26.1. They do a very good job of getting to the foul line and generating free throws. The interesting thing is on the season, Zion's taking fewer free throw attempts than he was last year. Brandon Ingram's around the same, a little bit less. CJ and Trey are kind of all the same. And a couple other guys are stepping up. But if you look at it over the last 10 games, the Pelicans are actually number one in free throw rate at 33.3%, 0.333, the mini number of the beast. So they are, sorry, I couldn't help myself. They are doing an even better job over this winning streak of getting to the line. Look, for a team that at times has struggled in the half court, you want to know a way to mitigate bad half court possessions, get fouled, go to the free throw line, shoot free throws. The other advantage that it has, assuming you make them, and the Pelicans are doing a good enough job of that, though they wouldn't say they're like the best in the league as they're lower in the bottom in terms of free throw um, percentage, is your defense can get back and get set. You know, we talk a lot about the Pelicans trying to run in transition with a man advantage. You know, a way that mitigates that is by making your shots and your defense just gets back and gets set and now teams can't really run against you as much. So when you get to the free throw line, it slows the game down. It kind of negates some of the pace that you want with Willie Green, but that's okay. The thing it does do, though, is your defense can get back, get set, be ready to defend. So it helps you in a couple of different ways, right? You start to see how this is a huge advantage for the team. You're taking the most, more of the most efficient shot in the NBA, in the league, in basketball. You're getting opponents, players in foul trouble, limiting their minutes, things like that. And then you're also improving your defense by being able to get back and get set. When you look at it over the past 10 games or so, you know, it's not Zion doing this, which is what's impressive. It's a team thing. Zion's actually, over the last 10 games, below his free throw attempts per game on the season average. Brandon Ingram's slightly up, but also Jonas Valanciunas is significantly up, and so is Trey Murphy. They're getting more, about two to three more free throws per game in some certain circumstances. That's a big advantage. It also shows they're playing inside out a little bit more with Jonas Valanciunas, using him a little bit more. And if you're an everydayer and you listen to yesterday's show, you heard me talk about how at this point, maybe he is untradeable for the team. You know, Herb is doing a good job of driving, attacking, still getting to the line. Jose Alvarado is getting to the line as well. But CJ McCollum's a little bit down. So they're really relying on their main guys to go and get those free throws, um, over this stretch, I'm pull, let me pull the numbers up here again. Sorry, CJ's about the same, um, Herb is about the same. So they've done a very good job of just milking this you know, to their advantage, kind of pressing the advantage there with everything. Even Jordan Hawkins was getting to the line, and that was something that you like to see. But guys like Najee, Jose Alvarado taking advantage of this. If the team gets into the bonus early, so they're going to the line on any foul shot, other guys being like, oh, we know this, we can get easy points, and taking advantage of it, it's a good job. That's the, it's a good job on coaching, too, of getting the, into these guys' heads what your advantage is and trying to press that and do all of that. That's been a big advantage of why the Pelicans are 7-3 and three over their last 10 and why as we look to these next couple of games, and I want to talk about that in the third segment, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, they could be in very good position here because all these games are, you know, not all of them, but many of them are tough but winnable. And we'll get into that in the third segment of today's show. So that's the trick that they're doing, if it's really a trick, right? It's 
just taking advantage of what you do well and what your skill set is. You know, a secret weapon is also something I mentioned. And I mentioned Trey Murphy in this segment. Let's talk more about Trey Murphy. I'll tell you what the like the notes I have for him in this one are because it's kind of funny. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm excited to tell you about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit of the Week. Uh, sorry, eBay's Guaranteed Fit Player Fantasy Picks of the Week. Yvtari Eason. Still coming off the bench, but it doesn't really matter as Ime Udoka has found minutes for him. He's a strong fantasy value per minute option who becomes useful to everyone as these minutes tick up. You also have James Wiseman. Isaiah Stewart is hurt and Wiseman has produced the last two games. Confidence in him is low, but the numbers and opportunity appear to be there. So Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. I work on all of my cars. I'm restoring a 1976 Corvette. I order parts for it constantly. I want those parts to fit. There's nothing worse than starting the project, taking things out. Now everything's a mess. You got to put a new part in. The hood won't close. The door won't close. The wheel won't go back on. It's a disaster. But I don't have to worry about that with eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your vehicle, you make, can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. You want to upgrade it with brake kits, LED headlights, a roof rack, bumpers, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And my favorite part with eBay's guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. And at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your vehicle on the road over at ebaymotors.com. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday, the number one Pelicans podcast, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Become an everyday. Listen Monday through Friday. Never miss an episode. We talk about a lot of things that build off one another. It's a great way to stay connected. Tell a friend about the show, too. The fun Pelican season. They have a good chance to get to 20 wins. It'll be tight, but they have a good chance to get to 20 wins before the new year. That'd be a real big deal. So make sure people are tuned in, clued in to what's going on here over at Locked on Pelicans. So we went over the trick. The advantage that the Pelicans have. They're good at drawing fouls. They're good at pressing that. And they're going to hopefully start making them at a little bit higher rate. You know, another area that the Pelicans have an advantage in and has been huge for the team over these past 10 games. Look, straight up, it's a player. It's Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy the third. My, my show notes for this one are Trey Murphy has been awesome. So now I get to talk about Trey Murphy for a little while. Look, you know he's been awesome. We all had super high expectations for him coming into the season. The injury he had at the beginning of the year was really disappointing as we thought he was going to play a significantly bigger role for this team. And he has started to. And he's not even kind of unleashed to his full capacity just yet. In seven games, he's averaging 16 points per, two assists, four rebounds. He's shooting 40% from three, 50% from the field. But when you look at like all of his numbers here, they're good. They're really good. He's shooting 66.7% from the field, right? So he's making two thirds of his shots from two. 
And then he's making 40% of his shots from three. The dude is straight up lighting it up. When you look at the net rating, the on-court numbers, things like that, he jumps off the charts. It's a limited sample size. He's only played 181 minutes for the Pelicans right now. That is not a ton. But as that number ticks up, you know, 181 minutes puts him 13th on the team. He's played fewer minutes than Cody Zeller, right? You know, he's played fewer minutes by almost like half than Najee, uh, than, sorry, Matt Ryan. As those numbers go up, that number will come down of his impact on off court as it evens out a little bit. But it just kind of tells you that this guy has been an important player for this team and will continue to be an important player for this team. And that, by the way, he's really, really good. Now, I'm not breaking any news here. He's playing 25 minutes per game so far this season, 26 minutes per game. Last year, he averaged 31. When that number starts to get closer to the 31, and they're, they're easing him into everything, the numbers look better. If you look at him over per 36 minutes, so the average number of minutes a starter plays, last year was 17 points per game. This year would be 22.3. He would be taking over nine three-point attempts per game and making almost four of them. The other thing is he's getting to the line at about double the rate or so that he was last season. Per 36 minutes, he'd be getting to the line 4.6 times per game. That's a really good number. And, of course, he hits them at a very high rate, too, which is something that, given the Pelicans are 24th in free throw percentage, is a big advantage. When you look at how he's just grown his game, even from the beginning of last year, it's been impressive to see right? The way he attacks closeouts now in a way that he didn't do before last season. He was mainly just a three-point shooter that could throw down some highlight dunks when it really presented itself to him. He got into the dunk contest, was probably robbed. Mac McClung, I saw, got invited back to the dunk contest, not even an NBA player currently, G League player, to defend his title. You asked Trey about it, by the way, he thinks he was robbed too. He knows how good his dunk in the final round was. He's probably right here. So, As he's grown, you've seen him start to show flashes of being a three-level scorer. 66%, 67% of making your shots from two is incredible. Last year it was high, it was 61%, but that's just another level from him right now. You know, any shot attempt looks pretty good other than like long mid-range jumpers for him, medium mid-range jumpers for him. That's what you want to see. And the 40% from three, the fact that for his career, he's a 40% shooter on pretty good volume, kind of tells you what his ceiling could be and what he's going to be capable of doing in the NBA for years to come. And as he adds more of a mid-range game to his to use when he needs, this dude's just going to be a terror. You know, we talked about it after one of the wins, I forget which game it was with the Pelicans, where we did the live show and we were kind of reacting in the moment. It was... The Wizards game, I think, when you looked at the threes that he took, maybe it was Minnesota, I forget which, all of them were deep threes. Like none of them were on the line. They were all three, four, five, six, seven feet behind the three-point line. That's like an extra spacing thing. You know, I, I told you if you go back to Steph Curry at Davidson, you know, in the tournament he was playing Duke, and Duke started guarding him the second he crossed the three-point line because they knew he would shoot there if you left him open and he would most likely make him. You know, when you have a deep three-point shooter like that, you hate to put a defender on him. But Trey is a guy that will burn teams and beat teams. So you have to. And teams will. 
you know, he's not fully, fully, fully on the scouting report for opponents yet, but he will be soon. And when that's the case, like, look out. You need to be pairing his minutes with Zion Williamson. And then here's the thing. You put him deep to launch deep threes. Bad closeout, he's going to drive straight to the hoop and dunk. He's become a good cutter. He's learning how to work off ball a little bit more. You know, mainly when he scores, it's just off of a bad closeout drives and tacks. But you've seen him work as an off-ball cutter and be an outlet for Zion when he drives. And then Trey gets the ball with momentum, goes up and puts it down. Really as simple as that. He's capable of adding so much to his game. And as the mid-range comes along too, and as a three-level scorer like that, this is a guy that you look to potentially, we're not there yet with any of this, be a long-term replacement when this team gets too expensive and you need to tear it apart a little bit. But I would look at Trey Murphy as like the future, you know, a future guy on this team, like a future all-star level player with how he's playing right now, the shooting and everything he does. If he adds more defense, more rebounding, he's basically a guy and he has good size to do all of that, that you look to be an all-star level guy that could be a core foundational piece for you. This was a heck of a draft pick by the Pelicans getting him at 17th overall when you weren't necessarily expecting like this kind of production for him. Maybe they were. They, they, he knew the Pelicans liked him. The Pelicans keyed on him early on in the draft. They liked him a lot here. He is producing for this team. He's not even 24 years old yet. 23. He's got a lot of room to grow. Dude's going to get the bag in a, in a year, basically, when he's extension eligible. Pelicans should pay him whatever he wants. He's been that good. Yeah, he's been a key for them going, you know, not seven and three, but you know, in the seven games that he's played, he's been a large part of that for New Orleans and just adds more offense, more shooting, more spacing. All of those things are totally great and exactly what this team needs. Him and Zion are going to be an amazing pairing. I look forward to more of a two-man game. They started to develop a little bit of it, but I think you're going to see more of that going forward. You know, Trey setting screens for Zion. What do you do there? That's going to be a lot of fun to see. I'm looking forward to all of that, especially also if he gets to the line and keeps shooting free throws. Press the advantage that the New Orleans Pelicans have here. So there you go. There's your secret weapon in Trey. The trick, the advantage that the Pelicans have at the free throw line. So look at the couple of these games coming up. You know, you have a tough game against the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. You're going on the road to Cleveland, who's been good. But there's big advantages for the Pelicans in both of these games. And I'm looking forward to that. That's coming up here, what we're going to talk about. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Right now, though, I'm excited to tell you about game time. Buying tickets can be a pain. You want to go to a Saints game for cheap because tickets have been cheap. Look, you go to certain places, you try and buy the tickets, and then you get to the checkout, and it's like double, triple the price, and you're like, what the heck happened? You don't know if the seats are going to be good because you can't see the view, never been there before. It's not a fun process. But game time, game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase, what I prefer to use. You get to see the view from your seat before you buy. I bought tickets to go to the Saints game to watch them beat the Giants on game time. Knew I was getting great seats at a great price because I could see them. And then you see the all-in price up front. So I'm not going to get hit with any hidden fees or anything like that. And with the game time guarantee, my favorite part, it means you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. 
And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We are here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down this team like nobody else does. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. This team's good. Get them clued into what's going on with the team. You don't want to be in like weird, I don't know, asking weird questions. I get it from people too. And I'm like, listen to the show. I talk about it on there. Um, trust me, anything you're thinking, we're covering it here on the Locked On Pelicans podcast become an everyday or listen monday through friday or if you listen one day a week listen two days a week become an almost everyday that would work too if you're an everyday or though let me know in the comments down below on youtube now for your second listen go check out the locked on sports today channel it's the first ever 24 7 national streaming channel on youtube covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel okay let's move on to the upcoming slate for the pelicans i was looking at these games thinking about these games you know their upcoming schedule is not hard but not easy right you've got the memphis grizzlies tonight national tv it's john morant's return okay they're gonna be amped up for that game you know they have six wins they're they're playing right now i don't know if they're winning or not let me take a look game might even be over at this point no they're getting killed by the oklahoma city thunder that game is over so they're going to have lost i think six straight five straight going into this one too but they get john morant back they're going to be amped up they want to beat a division rival in the pelicans too seems a little bit tough right But here's the thing. I think this is a very winnable game for New Orleans, even with the return of John Morant. I just said the Grizzlies are playing. The Pelicans aren't. They have a rest advantage on this game. The fact that the Grizzlies are on the second night of a back-to-back means they're going to have used a lot of their energy, hopefully. In John Morant, we don't know what his full role is going to be just yet. Will he start? Will he come off the bench? I would start him. Uh, But is he going to play a full 30-plus minutes, or is he going to be on 20 minutes, 25 minutes kind of limited? Seems like it might. The thing to keep in mind with that going into this game is he's been practicing with the team. He's been around the team all season long. He was not, like, suspended and had to stay away from the facility or anything like that. You know, they've been working on probably integrating him back into everything for the past couple of weeks now, or at least two weeks. So you have to figure it would be a little bit more seamless than it would be otherwise. Worth keeping in mind, but here's the thing. The rest advantage, I think, is big for New Orleans. New Orleans is playing well, too. A tired Memphis Grizzlies team might be fouling more. It leads into the Pelicans being able to get to the line to shoot a ton of free throws. That will give them a big advantage of this one. Shea Gildas Alexander in this game has 14 free throw attempts. You want to see that from Zion, from B.I., from the rest of this team really pressing that because clearly they're able to put the Grizzlies in foul trouble maybe keep a guy like Jaron Jackson Jr. out there you know out of there but Jaron Jackson Jr. is a guy that could slow down Zion Williams since you need to see it from other players too Trey Murphy will be in line for a big game limit job with Herb Jones make his life tough hopefully the moment just is like overwhelms him with him being returning and being a little bit rusty and they can get this win you know the next game they have seems tough too on, in theory, they're on the road at Cleveland for a one-game road trip before coming back for a couple of home games going into the end of the year and the beginning of next year. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, while they're 14-12 and 12 and just beat the Atlanta Hawks, and I think they're playing tonight as well. I'm going to sneeze. I apologize here. Um, they're banged up. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> there we go. 
they're really banged up. They got hit with like the kind of injury bug that the Pelicans get. Darius Garland, their star guard, out for a couple of weeks, fractured jaw. Evan Mobley had surgery, is expected to miss six to eight weeks too, right? Ricky Rubio has been away from the team all season long. They're just decimated by injuries right now, and it's not been great, right? You know, Donovan Mitchell has been good and can carry them and has done that at times. Jared Allen has been back for him after missing some games at times this year. He's been very good for him too. But losing Evan Mobley, who is your third leading scorer and your second leading scorer, isn't good. They're also going to be on the second night of a back-to-back. The Pelicans are catching them at the exact right time. The night before they play New Orleans, they're on the road to at Utah before, or sorry, they're at home against Utah before taking on the Pelicans. Rest advantage can be big, especially this time of year when things are starting to catch up to you and get to you. And then after that, look, they take on Houston, who they should beat. You know, you have a tough game the day after Christmas against the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, but that's a winnable one. Utah is a winnable game on the 28th for the Pelicans here, too. The toughest game is going to be against the Lakers in the Smoothie King Center on December 31st, New Year's Eve. And then you have a January 2nd game against Brooklyn. You know, you have a chance... Let's take the Brooklyn game out of it. But over these next six, you go five and one, that's 20 wins. Sorry, if you go four and two, that's 20 wins before the new year. That's a tremendous accomplishment for this team. For as much as people wanted to bury them after that Lakers loss. And look, the Lakers loss was bad. Don't get me wrong. There's still a very talented team here that is doing what they need to do and is still figuring some things out. Trey Murphy isn't playing a full allotment of minutes. Zahn... Again, think he was unnecessarily bashed. Really, really do. But I'm not saying he's been perfect either. You want him to be getting more minutes. He's only playing 31 minutes per game. That can tick up a little bit too, which would give this team an advantage. So as you start to look at all of this, you know, things could be aligning really well for the New Orleans Pelicans to soon be kind of like taking off and doing their thing here. 20 wins before the new year would be a heck of an accomplishment, something you should be proud of. That's why I do think after that Lakers loss, there was a strong, too much of an overreaction to it. Bad games happen. It's okay. You'd like to not be on the receiving end of that, but the Pelicans are doing what they need to do to beat most of these teams, and it's going well for them right now. So hopefully they can keep doing this, continue playing some of their best basketball of the season as well. So I'm happy with what we're seeing from them right now. You know, the defense is about to get back into the top 10. The offense is 15th out of 20th. They're pushing towards having a top 10 offense, a top 10 defense too. Their net rating is starting to improve as a result of all of that. They're playing with more pace than they have been. They're just kind of doing the things that they want to be doing, all while having a tougher strength of schedule so far this season. Speaks to what they're doing here, right? Like, it's not ready to bury this team. I think we're all pretty happy with what we're seeing from them. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. May go live after, or probably not going to go live after the game tonight. We'll see. Maybe we end up doing the show live. Just depends. TNT game depends on how long it goes. Um, but actually, you know what? There's a very good chance we'll do the show live. That sounds kind of fun. So got a plan for that. Maybe like 30 to 45 minutes after the game ends, we're going to go live on the Locked On Pelicans YouTube page with all of that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope to see you all there. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.